What's up, guys, and welcome to Paolo's Podcast. If you love long drives, staying up to date on current events, and some good smack talk, you found your people. Join me as my friends and I philosophically bullshit our way through life's most engaging questions. Paolo's Podcast is a 100% authentically recorded podcast with yours truly, Paolo Liacci, while I'm on a drive. Tune in every Friday and let's start the weekend right together. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Paolo's podcast. This week's topic might scare some. Uh, it is, drumroll, commitment. Ah! Are you scared? Don't run away. Don't turn this off. Have no fear. Paolo's here. I'm like Dr. Seuss. Um, so commitment. I was joined by my very good friend, Laith Hamda, and he's a longtime wrestler. He's been wrestling his whole life. So Laith, being the wrestler he is, takes on the topic of commitment and how it applies to sports and work and job life. And I come back in to talk about the relationship aspect and the friendship aspect of commitment because I feel like that's more of what you think of when you hear the word commitment. You know what I mean? That relationship. But Laith really opens our eyes here and shows us it applies to everything, people. So I'm very excited for you guys to hear and let's listen in to what Laith has to say. So Laith, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so my name's Laith. Uh, I went to the same school as Paula. Now I'm in college studying. What are you studying? Studying biology. I want to become a dentist one day. Ah, very nice. Very Shadowing nice. now, seeing how that goes. But so start us off with sports. Like, how do you think commitment applies to that field? Well, as you guys know, I wrestled for almost like my entire life. I wrestled for the past decade, right, for the past 10 years. And commitment has a lot to do with that because... You got to be committed in whatever you want to do. You want to be the best. You got to be fully committed to it because you see these guys that are. You see how hard some of these guys work, and you're like, "Damn, like they're working." Yeah, can I curse? Yeah, on here? yeah, you can curse on here. <laughs> like, damn, these guys are fucking working like beasts, like animals, like yeah. straight, like machines. And you're like, I gotta be commit. I gotta be fully committed to this. Like that, how I see it is like either you're going into something 100 percent, and don't go going into it all. Right. I remember one quote. Um, I forgot who said. It. I think I think it was Kobe. Uh, Kobe was like. You gotta be. You're either obsessed or average, and that commi- commitment cool. and, and being obsessed has quote. like a lot to do with that. Because you're fully committed for something, you're gonna work hard for whatever you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great quote. And do you feel like that commitment, learning from such a young age to be so committed to a sport, has applied to the rest of your life with school and yeah. and you know college now? Yes, of course. I mean, I, I feel like my dad implemented in me in that a lot. Uh-huh. Like as far as not as much sports because he just cared like oh yeah i enjoyed it like do what you want and it was just more more up to me but like more like school like he like he was like on top of my ass making mm-hmm. sure i did all this though like it's like building good habits like for example like like you have a parent who's who um who doesn't care about how you do in school or doesn't and, and you end up a lot of the times either you'll see those kids do really well in school or you'll see those kids fall back right. behind and fall behind the pack and end up really struggling later mm-hmm. in their school and later later in life when they decide to go to college or whatever they decide to do with their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like implementing that as far as implementing that and making sure you're on top of them and doing right. that. So basically going on, like when you're fully committed to something, you're, you're 
basically taking away a lot of time about things that you other like other things like for example going to parties and going to hang out with your friends mm-hmm. and um seeing your family not seeing your family as much and uh just all in all like in and in some sports if you have to give up food you have to give up mm-hmm. you have to give up your well-being in some sports right, like right. for example like just just beating the shit out of your body most of the time and you got to give up sleep that's a big one too I mean, it all comes all in all, like being committed when you're fully committed to something, even relationships, workforce, families, school, uh, sports, like you, you have to like back on some things. Yeah. Like for example, for example, family, you just got married, you want to start a family and you want to provide for that family. You got to be fully committed. Mm -hmm. Like you can't half-ass that. Like Mm -hmm. you want, like there's a lot of things in life we really want. We don't necessarily need it. But but wanting those things in life really make you work for it. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, oh, I want this new car. You don't need a new car. Yeah. But right. you want it. So you're going to work for it. And let's say you have kids now. It's like, I I want to buy my kid this. I want to buy my kid that. I want my kid to go to Disney World. I want mm-hmm. my kid to go on vacations. Like, that stuff is like, you got to be committed for that. You got to put in the extra work. You know what I mean? Right. And you got, and that all comes down to... As as sad as it as sad as it is, it's it's we're at a such a young age. We're only eighteen years old and stuff. Yeah. But it really like this is the point in life where like it makes or breaks you in a way. Yeah, because this is what's we're adults now. Like this yeah. is gonna set up set us up for life. Any advice on how to get there? Man, it's just like it's hard work. Like yeah, hard work. I wrestled in a tournament every weekend going up to the season. I was wrestling four, four. I wrestled four tournaments in September, four tournaments in October. Those mm. are like the main tournaments, like for wrestling. That's the wrestling off-season time, and August, of course. But it's every other week. Like you're dedicating your weekend, right? And not only de- dedicating your weekend, you're out here. You're cutting weight. Yeah. You don't want to talk to you. Don't want to yeah. talk to people. You're out yeah. here. You're you're gonna cut ten pounds. You're like, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone. And then you have a practice. You have practice because mm-hmm. practice five times a night, five times a week, four mm-hmm. times a week. Um, and then you got to get your extra workouts in. Do you feel like you lost relationships during that time with your friends and, and whatnot and like your family? Do you feel like something was lacking because of your commitment to that sport? If I'm being honest with you, I think it helped me because okay. it showed who my real friends were. Okay. I mean, uh, a lot of these friends that I were in middle school, a lot of like my friend group ended up uh, doing stuff that just like, I don't want to say. Yeah, it, but, like, shady business like, in high school. Like shady yeah. business in high school. Not even just that, just like. Some things I just didn't want to be involved yeah, with. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and we all I, find that growing yeah. up. It's a part of growing like, up. Like, I didn't want to be involved with, like, certain stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, We're high I school totally, kids. Yeah, like, I, I don't totally want to be involved in saying. that stuff. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. But uh, that showed who my true friends were. Because once that happened, I, my group my groups got smaller. Yeah. Which, I, honestly, is the best. My group got way smaller. Um, and I had a group of boys that I was boys with throughout middle school, throughout elementary school, throughout mm-hmm. high school. And that just stuck with me. And that showed who my core friends were. And that was yeah. just that my parents came as immigrants. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, they gave me the life that I have. And it's crazy to think about because they came from nothing. Yeah. Like, literally Where are your parents nothing. from? Palestine. Okay. So they both immigrated from Palestine. They were 19, eight, 18 years old. My dad came over. Not, not a word of English. Not a uh-huh. dollar in his pocket. Worked his ass off up until he was working... He was working. He, he was working like sixteen hours a day in his yeah. in his twenties and his thirties. And then once he got to his forties, he got not his thirties, but his twenties. He was working like sixteen hours yeah. a day. Then once he got to his thirties, he got a, like a real like not like a blue like a, real a, job. a corporate job, yeah. a corporate and job to reap the benefits and then, of all of it. Get kids and then 
I mean, I'm just thankful for that. I mean, of course, going back to the hard work and determination and how it builds, um, like stuff like that. Uh, I see, you see too many kids nowadays. They're like, oh, I want to do this. And then you ask them, how do you want to do it? And they're just bamboozled, like absolutely mm-hmm. no answer. Yeah. yeah. There's the districts, the regions, there's the states. And that, uh-huh. th- those are the things you need to place top three in the region, top four in the re- I mean, you need to place top three in the district to make it to regions. You got to place top four in the region to make it to states. And mm-hmm. then that goes from there. And I lost that match. I lost my finals match. And that was my first loss of the season. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like I need to work. Mm-hmm. So starting that day, that next morning, not that next morning, my bad. <laughs> he, needed a, he needed a day <laughs> I rest. needed a little break. But <laughs> a mental day. But coming that Monday morning, I mean, some people just wake up at 6 a.m. to get ready. I yeah. was waking up at 6 a.m. Yeah, I was one of those people. <laughs> I mean, Lace, pa- Lace was working out. Paula tries to look pretty at school. I didn't give a shit do. what people think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was joking. But anyway, uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. Uh, I, I don't know how I did it because given it was cold. Yeah. February I, was cold. Like, it was one of the coldest months of the year. It, is, it was the coldest month of the year this year. <laughs> and it was the coldest ever. You know what I mean? Like, it was like 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was going under 30 degrees. It'd be like 25. And I would wake up at 6 a.m. And I heard this from my coach. I went to the... Um, I actually did go to practice after. I went to practice on Sunday. Okay. My bad. I did. No rest day. <laughs> I did. Uh, and I went to this new guy, Olympic guy, just straight up mental toughness. And he was like, if you lost this weekend... What are you gonna do about it? You know what I mean. He's like, "Are you gonna wake up at six a.m.? Are you gonna Are you gonna get it running? Is it Was it your cardio? Because it was my cardio. Mm-hmm. I was I, I wasn't out of shape. Of course, I was right. the best shape of my life. Right. But this guy is a beast. <laughs> I mean, I try, but <laughs> it happens. But woke up at six a.m. Running in the cold. Put a sweater on. Put sweatpants on. Ran three miles and then ten sprints up and down my street for forty five minutes every single day up until Regions. Right. And then up until states, I did the same thing. So I did that, and then better enough, I I I was doubted by NewJersey.com, NorthJersey.com. I was bad. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, he's not gonna make it states." He's like, "They were like, he's not gonna make it states." I was like, "Bro, are you shitting me?" <laughs> I ended up winning the region, making states, uh, second seed. Uh, I ended up taking second. I was entering that tournament. I knew I did whatever I wanted to, and mm-hmm. that that's how it is. You know what I mean? Like, you go in like for example, something as little as going into a college exam. Like, you got to go in knowing that, oh, I, d- I studied as much as I can. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I studied to the best of my ability. And that, goes, and-, and that goes to say going into a relationship. You're going in, you're like, I'm going to give this my all. Yeah, no matter what the result is, right. though. Like, right. you should be proud of yourself. Right. Like, that's why the dedication goes in, like, being proud of yourself. You know what I mean? And you got to go in knowing that you did as much as you could. That's why you see a lot of people, like, these relationships don't work out because they're truly not giving it their all. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're really not. I don't and- care. And you see people going into college, they're like, oh, damn, I failed this exam. I was like, did you study? He's like, yeah. I was like, how many, how, how, did you really understand it? He's like, nah, man, I really struggled on this topic. I was like, then you, you get what you put in. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You get what you put in. Kobe said, I mean, I'm quoting Kobe a lot right now, but Kobe was the fucking man when it comes to hard work. Yeah. I mean, praise above him, man. It was, it was sad when that happened, but he was the fucking man when that happened. I mean, 100%. like, hard working guy, man. Like, if you ever want to like learn about hard work and dedication, just watch Kobe. I mean, he was he was one of the best to ever do it. And but yeah. so would you say that that's a big role model of yours? That's yeah, someone you looked up to. You know, this is what this is what hard work and dedication looks like. Yeah, I actually posted him on my Instagram. I won the region, and like everybody was doubting me, and I wasn't even happy. I won the region, I wasn't happy. Because everybody was like, why aren't you, why aren't you happy? Like you just won the region. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I know you still have states, but like enjoy it. I'm like no. Nah. 
No, for what? Like mm-hmm. I'm not done. And yeah. then there's one Kobe video. Uh, he was da- He was up three zero or something in the NBA Finals, uh-huh. and he was like, um, "He's like, you're up three zero. Why aren't you happy?" I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Job ain't finished." Yeah. yeah, I was down. That shit, yeah, that shit was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the way you should. Maybe you should always look at things like that. Like this isn't over, and I'm I'm gonna give it my all until it is. Yeah, I mean, even college work, you name it, man. Like, you just need to give it your all. And like, if you if you really want something, go for it. And if yeah. you don't really want something, yeah, don't have to. Yeah, know what I mean, give it your all or don't do anything at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you want to get this job, work for that job. Yeah. Like, work your ass off. Yeah. You want this girl. Work your ass for that girl. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you keep working for it and it doesn't work out, you know you tried your best. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean... And that's both. Guys, girls, you, you give no it your best. What, yeah. And if it doesn't work out, you, you know, personally, you yeah. gave it your all. Yeah. And that's what really matters. Knowing, you know, I think that's what matters most. You, you know, your self-knowledge. I know, and the craziest thing is, like, it's as simple as what mothers say. And it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because it's just crazy because mothers are just the most nurturing people on earth. Yeah. And they, 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 provide, they provide life for the entire world. And they're just naturally. <laughs> Thank you, mom. <laughs> Thank you, mom. It's just like, it's just naturally. It's just the simplest thing being like, oh, you, get, you tried your hardest. And your mom's like there, just in your corner. You're like a little kid. And it's just so simple. Like, oh, you tried your best. Yeah. You tried your best. And, like, yeah. really, like, if you tried your best and you know that you did, it's like, what more can you ask for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy to think about. It's just the simplest thing. And it's just, people hate it when people's mothers say that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, right. But at the end of the day, you got to know if you tried your best. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just so simple, but it's crazy. You know what I yeah. mean? And it just goes to show how simple. Yeah, I think I think motherly advice is either the worst or the best advice. Yeah, very true. At certain times. And it, that's that's what we're getting at here, guys. You want it, you got to give it your all. And if, if you don't... If you know you're not giving it your all, don't don't attempt. Yeah. Whether it is whatever you want to do in life. I mean, the world's your oyster. I mean, is, is, is that the phrase? Yeah, the world's your oyster. That's the yeah. phrase. Yeah, yeah, that's the phrase. <laughs> the world's your oyster. You know what I mean? You got you, Do whatever you want. Like, do whatever you want as long as it makes you happy. I mean, you see a bunch of people doing whatever they want nowadays anyway. So, like... <laughs> do what you want. Go for it. Do what you want. Go for it. Put your all in. And whether it's work, school getting a job you want sports relationships you name it just give it your all guys like for real like you can't half-ass it if you really want something work for it because there's millions of other people trying to do what you want you know yeah. what i mean and if you want this job there's millions of others trying to get yeah it. and paul and lathra over here rooting for you yeah we're <laughs> here we're here guys all right guys okay guys so to piggyback off what Lath and i were saying is you have to, when you're going into something, whether it be sports, a relationship, job, you have to know in your head, you're about to go into this giving it your all. You're about to go into this giving it 100% of you. Because if you're going to half-ass it, why do it? That, I think, really carries us into the topic of being committed in a relationship. Although the aspect of commitment has attributes in every part of our lives, I think commitment to a sport, commitment to work is not the same as commitment to a relationship, but it gives us building blocks on how to get there.
okay? You know, you want to you want to win this match in Lace example, you know, of being a wrestler. You want to win this match, you're going to train and you're going to work your ass off. Okay. Building block number 1 for a relationship. You want this relationship, you're going to work your ass off at it. You have differences, let's work to get over them. You know, there's something stopping us from getting from this stage of, you know, now we have the talking stage and, and, you know, the, you know, but, oh, no, we're not talking. We're just snapping. So you want to go from snapping to talking to relationship. Work at it the same way you would work at your sport or you would work at your job. You want to raise, you're going you're gonna to give it that extra 10%. You want to be manager, you're going to give it that extra 10% to get there. Give the relationship your extra 10%. Today, a lot, I see we're dealing with the why. And the why is... Why isn't anyone committing to me? Why not me? I think... We do that a lot in life. We sit around and we're like, you know, why why me? Why not me? You know, poor me. You you can't focus on that. The world is so much bigger than you. So what I try to do when I'm sitting and just in that mindset of God, why me? Look at the world outside of you. There is so much more going on outside of you. It'll quickly switch you to out of that why me mindset. And I I really think I've personally found that flip from the why me mindset to the what else can I be doing to benefit myself mindset. You know, going from our last topic, our last episode of of, you know, um being overweight, for example, you know, why God, why me? Why, why am I overweight? How can I fix this? You see how that just became a, a whining, you know, just sitting here bitching and moaning, not doing anything about it to, how can I fix this? How can I lose weight? It's that key aspect I think will carry you through life and really help you. You know, why not me? Why aren't they committing to me? Why can't I find anyone? Look at yourself. Go in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Are you happy with yourself? You have to find yourself to find someone else. You have to be 100% committed to yourself before you can be committed to someone else or expect someone to be committed to you. Rome wasn't built in a day. My dad always says that to me. He's always, Paul, Rome wasn't built in a day because I'm someone, I'm extremely hard on myself. And you have to realize you're not going to build this commitment to yourself in a day. It's going to take time. You're going to have to work at it. Whether that involves building a routine for yourself, whether that involves drinking more water, 
eating better, going to the gym, taking care of yourself better. Build that commitment to yourself and take it from there. It's important to date yourself before you can date others. And I think same goes for when people say you sleep with yourself at night. You have to love, you know, is it the commandments? I'm not remembering. Love thyself. Is that a commandment? Did I just make that up? I don't know. Sounds pretty good though. Love thyself. You have to before you can love anyone else. And I just keep reiterating that and saying it in 10 different forms because I want to make it clear. This whole why, that's what I'm naming this episode. Why? Question mark. Because you don't love you. I'm talking um, on a girl's perspective here because I, I, I have a lot of girlfriends who I just, I overhear them talking about this. You know, why doesn't he like me? Why isn't he committing to me? And when I'm looking back, I don't know if they fully are committed to themselves. They're looking, they're seeking this validation in other people they need to seek validation within themselves. And that doesn't go for just them. You know, I'm saying them pointing fingers, all of us. Same goes for me. Same goes for guys. You find, find the, find the validation within you. I think that it's really easy today to go on your phone and go on TikTok or scroll through Instagram and find people who you might think look a hundred times better than you living a life a hundred times better than yours. But that, that environment is the worst because it's not real most of the time. And if it is, maybe that person just happens to be really happy with themselves. And if they're not, they're putting on a front and you're sitting there believing it. So you can't sit here and be miserable and find escapes in apps. Or same goes for you're finding escapes in people. Hurt people attract hurt people and go to hurt people. A lot of these times I see some of my friends or some of my family even. And I love I love that I could go from friends to family because friends for me start at 18, 19. But when I look at family, that could take me all the way up to, you know, my great grandmother was 96. That's a broad aspect. That's that's a lifetime. And I see these great, happy relationships. And you know what? It seems like the people are pretty happy with themselves. They're pretty content with themselves. So in return, they're content with their partner. A lot of these times also relationships aren't working out because they're not trusting their partner. When I say they, maybe I'm referring to my friends, you know, maybe I don't know what I'm referring to. I'm just referring to the broad picture of it. People in general. Why aren't you trusting your partner? Do you not trust yourself? You know, I'm I'm asking you guys questions here. This isn't this isn't a QA. I'm presenting this topic. We're talking about it. By no means are we gonna find an answer, but I could I could try to come up with answers with you. So that's me trying to come up with an answer. Do you not trust yourself? And it doesn't have to necessarily be you. It could be 
you know, not even this just this generation, just everyone as a whole. Are you not trusting yourself? Is that why you're not trusting others? Or going back to the hurt people, attract hurt people, are you so hurt that you can't trust others? I think it's really funny because I have friends who are just like, you know, some of my friends are like, uh, I don't have emotion. You know, I don't cry. I don't, I don't feel. Why? You know, and, you know, a response might be, a normal response would be like, I, I've just been hurt too much in the past. You know, F that shit. I'm not going back to that. But you have to go back to that because that's going to show you. That's going to, I think what it's going to teach you is not everyone is the same. And you have to find that out for yourself. You can't just hear it through a phone on Paulo's podcast. (laughs) You know, you got to find that out for yourself. You got to go out and, and realize, you know what? Not everyone's the same. We find that in friendships. You know, commitment, it goes from relationships to friendships because we're going to get into that. You have to be committed to friendships. But before we go into that, you're going to find that in friendships. Think of your friends now. Are all your friends the same? I bet you they're sure as hell not. Mine aren't. So men, women, relationships, they're not all going to be the same. Find yourself and then go find the right person. We'll get back into that, but I do want to go into commitment to friendships because I think this is a great topic. It's a happy topic. It's an uplifting topic. Um, it's funny growing up and having friendships within your school because that's a real easy friendship to keep, right? You go to school with this person. You see them every single day. You know, and then you see them on weekends because you've made this friendship in school. What the friendships I love, and I have quite a few of these, are the friends you don't go to school with. Now being in college, that applies to all of my friends. But growing up, I had a great friend, Olivia. We met in summer camp. We didn't go to school together. So that that's, you know, from 10 years old to high school, you're not going to school together. And that's hard to be 10 and not go to school together and only see each other in the summertime and make a relationship from them from then on. You know, that's putting in some work. That's FaceTime every night. That's mom. Can you drive me to meet Olivia at Pliables? You know, (laughs) that's work and that's commitment. You're committed to keeping that friendship. And it's one of my favorite friendships. It's a friendship I really cherish. So what I'm asking you is who's your, who's your Olivia? Who's your friend that you didn't grow up with? Not necessarily grow up. You didn't go to school with them, but you worked at it. Apply those key fundamentals to romantic relationships. Maybe it'll work out for you. Listen, I'm not sitting here saying I've done that before. It worked out for me. I'm I'm not telling you that by any means, but I'm saying maybe that'll work out. There's a big difference with relationship and friendships because, and late said this to me, he said, friendship is innocent. What makes relationships complex is the non-innocence. And I think that really speaks volumes. 
you're going into something with a motive. You know, this person's really cute. This person's really hot. You know, I, I, I want to hook up with this person. I want to sleep with this person. You know, even as simple as I want to date this person, that, that's a motive. Friendships are beautiful because they're innocent. Friendships in my mind are almost like a child, like pure innocence. You're meeting a new person, you're talking, you're getting to know each other, and that could lead into a lifelong friend, a brother, a sister from another mother, you know? And I really do think that's beautiful. So you will have these friendships where you find you're fighting like you would in a relationship. And my advice is get the hell out. Get out while you can. They're not good for you. They're not. I could think of a couple friendships, you know, and this isn't applying to anyone. I'm not sitting here, you know, and talking about people without saying names. I'm asking you to think to yourself also. I could think of many friendships where that person I just always going at it, you know, that combative energy. And is that really worth your time? It's almost like exhausting, right? It's it's like, oh my God, like just you think of that person, you're like, here comes another fight. We're we're cool right now, but another fight is brewing. And it's the littlest thing will lead to a fight or a comment, you know, and it just ticks you off and ticks them off. And it's, is that a healthy friendship? Is that a friendship you want to keep? You know, I have another friend. We've been friends for so long now. And it's just like, we always go at it. You know, we're always fighting. But it's the type of friendship where that's just, it is what it is. You know, so I think it's important to be able to identify those friendships where you're like, you know what, we fight a lot, but we're, we're like, we're like brothers, we're like sisters, we're like brother and sister, you know, that, that is what it is. We're just going to fight a lot. And then to identify the ones of this is unhealthy. I hate the word toxic, but this is toxic. You know, this isn't good for me. I'm done fighting with this person so much. My advice, step away. I don't think that it's healthy for you or that person to keep that friendship. And you also have to think, is that person keeping this friendship with you because they enjoy fighting with you? Because that's sick, you know? And there are people out there like that, sadly. I think we all have friends like that. That's not right. Circling back to what I said before, get the hell out, you know? I think a lot of different friendships bring us full circle into other friendships. I find a lot of common attributes of all my friends within each other, and I find common attributes of myself within all my friends. Right? And that's a beautiful thing we can all relate to. And you find those, you know, fighting, for example, you have that little attribute of fighting with, let's say, your really best friend, for example. So there's that little part of you guys that just fight a lot. And then you find that in a more distant friend. You guys fight a lot. Same attributes, a little a lot. 
a little, a lot, as I always say. Big difference. That's why that person's a distant friend, whether you realize it or not. And you probably do realize it. Sitting here blabbing off a bunch of bullshit to you. You probably do realize it. That's why that person's a distant friend. And it's funny because we have some friends that are close friends that should be distant friends. Let me tell you. And sometimes we keep friendships because you don't want to know what your life is like without that person. Or we just have too many memories together. Or, you know, I, I just, it's easier to keep it. You know, I think a lot of us have this mindset, and it's actually a Kobe quote. Lath was quoting Kobe earlier, and Kobe said, the moment you give up is when you let someone else win. I think a lot of us apply that to uh, friendships, relationships, and we shouldn't. We should apply that to work, sport. Some relationships, yes, but in a healthy way. I think a lot of times we apply that in an unhealthy way. Like... I'm going to stay friends with this person, you know what? And I'm going to win the fight. Because if I give up, they won. Is that really a good way to walk through life? I'm sitting here, I don't have an answer. Because sometimes that's my mindset and that's my only mindset. And I can't walk away from it. So, I don't know. I'm I'm asking you. You tell me. The roles just reverse. You tell me. But I'm really not sure. I think it's all about a healthy distance, a healthy boundary, and that goes with everyone. That takes me right back into relationship, which I wanted to get back into. Relationships are not only about the C word, commitment. All right? They're not just about commitment. They're about boundaries, And you cross a boundary, things happen. And that just brings us right back into friendship, work, sport. You know, it's just all this like big like circle. And I think it really just draws out the circle of life because these are all things that are just parts of your life. I love topics that take you to another conversation. And I think there is no better one here than commitment sort of everything is commitment everything is everything about commitment i don't know good question i'm kind of realizing that because i'm thinking in my head and i'm like everything i love in life i I feel like i'm pretty committed to can you agree to that you know and aside from relationships because i i love my relationship with my friends I'm, i'm very committed to that relationship you know, I I love my relationship with my parents and, and my grandmothers. I'm very committed to those relationships. Um, let's take a step outside of commitment. Let's take a step outside of relationships. Excuse me. We're going to stay on commitment. I love journaling before bed. I'm very committed to that. I love walks. I'm very committed to walks. Eh, Was that the most truthful thing I've ever said? It wasn't. I'm very committed to walks when I have time. There we go. 
I'm very, I love coffee. I am very committed to coffee. You know, so it's just things like that. I think you'll find that if you have the right amount of liking or love for someone, you will have commitment to them. So maybe commitment is more something we build. Is commitment something that is built through the more love you gain for this person? You know, this, you know, uh, mate in question? I think that's that's a way to look at it. Definitely. Um, you know, they have they have Freudism. I think we should we should call this Poloism. Commitment is built through the more love we gain. Poloism, I'm defining it in a dictionary. But I think I think that's a pretty wait a minute. I think I'm onto something here. I think that's a pretty good now I'm not sitting here and telling you, you know, go go spread Poloism throughout the rest of the world. But I'm saying think about that. Is commitment built through love? Going back to Laith. Laith loves wrestling. This man would die for the sport. Was his commitment to it built through his love he gained for it? I'm going to sit here and say yes. So that's really something I want you guys to think about. Because I'm going to really think about it. Because I'm pretty impressed. I do have to say so myself. And... I can't stress this enough because it's something I have jotted down in my notes app. And I said it once or twice. I'm just going to say it again. Find yourself first. Because without you, there is no other person. Or without you, there is no sport to get to. Or relationship to work at. Or job to get to. So to finish up and what I was getting at there before my film was rudely interrupted was you have to find yourself first because without you, there is none of this and you are the core within it all. So I hope you leave here today feeling a little more empowered because you should. So thank you guys for joining me on this week's episode and make sure to tune in next week for a topic very near and dear to my heart and it'll definitely hit home for you guys as well. And I will see you back here next week on Paulo's podcast. Bye guys.